Hey, this is Kayla Estenson Williams, and welcome to another episode on the Kayla Estenson Wellness Podcast. It is so nice to have you here. I'm so excited to share some good content around boundaries today. Um, so, if you're listening to this in current time, right as I'm uploading it, you will know that we are in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic, and that's kind of the space that my last couple episodes have been uh, uploaded in and kind of targeted towards. And shortly before that all started, I had an episode on people-pleasing. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, you might want to listen to that one first because it might feel helpful in exploring setting boundaries for those of us that are recovering from people-pleasing tendencies. So that might give you a little background. Um, But yeah, in that episode, I talked about how important boundaries are as well as self-worth and my intention on covering some of those topics in future podcast episodes. And so here I am to follow up on that and talk about boundaries Boundaries is a really big topic. Um, I think it's one that we could probably talk about for hours and hours. It's one that is hard for a lot of us. It's one that's really challenging and it's it encompasses so much stuff. So this episode is going to be specifically setting boundaries for those of us that struggle with people pleasing or any of those codependent uh, tendencies. And so just know as you're listening to this that boundaries is an even bigger topic than I'm going into today, and we're just zooming in on the piece that pertains to how we might struggle with boundaries if we struggle with people-pleasing. So yeah, boundaries are hard for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons, and for those of us that struggle with people-pleasing or struggle with some codependency, setting boundaries can feel really, really scary, right? So when we struggle with people-pleasing or any codependency, we usually have this feeling of, okay, I feel worthy and okay in my relationships if I am making other people happy, right? So if I'm just going with the flow, doing what other people need, appeasing others, makes me feel good about myself in relationships and sometimes goes to the extent about our identity, right? So if we are challenging any of that people-pleasing behavior, sometimes it feels really confusing to figure out who am I, right? Like what is it that I want? What feels okay? And if I set a boundary, am I a bad person, right? Often self-criticism, self-judgment can come in pretty hard here when we're working on practicing boundary setting. So this can feel pretty intense, even about smaller things, right? About saying no to plans can feel really scary, right? Let alone having to set really big and uncomfortable boundaries about, you know, any painful relationship dynamics. That is a whole nother level. And so if you really struggle with boundaries, know that you are not alone. A lot of people struggle with people-pleasing, and pretty much all of us who struggle with people-pleasing struggle in one way or another with boundaries. Um, so yeah, it, it can feel really scary to set a boundary and feel that it's going to have a significant impact on our relationships. And so I'm going to talk about some ways that 
might feel a little easier to approach setting these boundaries, as well as ways to ease into setting boundaries in a way where the other person is likely to hear us out and and know that it is not this all or none thing, right? If I'm setting a boundary, if I can't go to some plans, it does not mean that I don't like you as a friend. It doesn't mean that I don't want to spend time with you. So figuring out some wording of those boundaries to help the people in our lives respect those boundaries. So yeah, we kind of went over, it's hard, right? It feels really challenging to set these boundaries and that's okay, right? And that's why we're working on this. One piece that I think can feel really helpful, both for expressing and setting boundaries as well as for hearing boundaries is bringing in dialectics. So if you have uh, followed any of my content for a while over on Instagram, you probably see me talk about dialectics all the time. Dialectics in a short summary are when we are balancing two or more things that may feel opposing or might feel that they're not in alignment with one another. So a really simple one of this is it can be really sunny out and it can also rain, right? So two things that seem like they wouldn't happen on the same day can happen on the same day. That's a really simple one. When we're balancing, you know, our different emotions, feelings, perspectives that can feel more complicated, but right, we can feel two or more emotions that might not totally line up with one another, right? We can feel grief and we can feel joy. Uh, We can also need to set boundaries in a way that feels really dialectical, right? I might really value a relationship in my life and still need space from that, or I might still need some of those dynamics to shift so that that works a little bit more with me, my personal values and goals. And so when we're working on expressing boundaries, it can feel a little bit easier for us to do that if we know that we can represent the dialectic there. Sometimes when we're expressing boundaries, we feel that, okay, if I, you know, decline this or if I have to set up a tough boundary around needing a shift in the way we communicate or our dynamics, is that person going to think that I don't like them? Is that person going to think that I'm just really, really mad at them? You know, are they going to take the all or none view of it? And so knowing that we can both set the boundary while also honoring space for what feels true in the more pleasant direction, right? Maybe that's appreciation about that person um, or respect for that person or, or value of the relationship. So for a simple example... Let's say a friend asks you to hang out and you've kind of had a tough week. You just need a little downtime this weekend. A way to dialectically assert that boundary might look like, thank you for inviting me. I really appreciate that. I've had a long week and I definitely need some downtime this weekend. So I'll have to decline for the opportunity to spend time together this weekend and I really look forward to the next time we can hang out, you know, next week, you know, maybe let's, let's find a time to set that up. So where we can, you know, show that appreciation, where we can let that person know we, you know, are glad that they asked us or that we value that relationship and that we just can't, right? For whatever reason, we are unable to go do that, right? 
And, and I say a simple one, but for a lot of us, this can feel really, really challenging. So if this feels challenging, like don't take the word simple as if it should be easy, um, but just that it's maybe more common or more straightforward. There's also definitely some ones that might feel more complicated, right? Let's say you have a close friend or loved one that is struggling with something and maybe they're communicating about that in some unskillful ways or in some ways that just make it hard for you to have boundaries for your own space, right? In that situation, it might feel really hard to express that you need some space, that you need some boundaries because you worry, oh, hey, if I communicate that, are they going to think I don't care? Are they going to think I'm diminishing the pain that they're in or don't care about their relationship? So communicating that boundary dialectically might look like, hey, you know, I hear that you're hurting. I totally see that there's some pain there and I want to support you. I also need some time and space for myself, right? Maybe I need this evening to just practice my own self-care. That is going to help me be more effective at listening to you and giving you some support. So, Tonight, I just need my own space and I don't have, you know, the, the emotional or energetic space to talk with you about this. Can we set up a time in the next couple of days to talk and then I can be more present to hearing you out, right? So here, we're expressing that boundary while we're also letting that person know that we care about them and, and that we're even setting the boundary because we value being an effective listener for them, Right. This can sometimes be really challenging because much of the time when we're setting boundaries, there is a chance that the other person might have a hard time hearing it. And so it makes sense to feel a little worried of how are they going to interpret it? How is that going to go? And with this, we really can only look at how can I be most effective in what I'm communicating, right? And... And it's going to be challenging, right? Because people in our life might be really used to us not asserting boundaries, not sticking up for our wants, not sticking up for our needs. And so this is going to take some practice both for us to feel okay with expressing those boundaries, as well as for these other people in our lives to be able to hear those boundaries if they're not used to us asserting boundaries and for them to learn, oh, hey, you know, Kayla expressing these boundaries to me doesn't actually mean that she doesn't like me or that she's really mad at me, but this is just something new that she's doing and, and actually a way to honor our relationships. Um, and it might take them a while to learn that. And so that that is okay. And I'll, I'll talk a little more about that after this next piece on ways we can feel connected to our values in asserting our boundaries. So in in that previous example about bringing in a dialectic to assert a boundary around, you know, needing some emotional or mental space before we can hold space for someone else talking about something difficult. Um, That was really connected to values, right? And this is another piece that I think can be helpful for us to figure out what our boundaries are, as well as can be really helpful tools when we're communicating them. So, For some people who struggle with people-pleasing and codependency, it can feel 
really tricky to know what is it that I really do want or what is it that my values are. And if we struggle with knowing what that is, because we've, you know, tied our identity in so much with other relationships, of course, it's going to feel hard to figure out what boundary can I even assert, right? What boundaries do I even want to assert? So this is going to have to be something we might be doing our own exploration on, right? So you might sit down and maybe a situation comes up that brings up some discomfort. I'd recommend sitting down, you know, writing out what you're feeling, writing out what emotions come up for you, writing out what desires you might have, right? Like, hey, how else could this situation go? What would I feel in those situations? And looking at all of this stuff, right, you might just kind of be word vomiting it a little bit. So really just kind of brainstorming, thinking of putting everything down that comes up for you. And then looking over it and seeing, are there any values here, right? Are there any themes or things that really feel connected, right? So for some of us, these values might look like values of compassion, values around self-care, honoring our own wants and needs, values around connection, right? And especially when we struggle setting boundaries because we worry about the impact on relationships, I think it is important to recognize that a lot of the time when we're expressing boundaries in relationships, it really is for the sake of the relationship, right? I know certainly there are times when we have to express some hard and fast boundaries that might really limit relationships or might cut off relationships. I know that sometimes we have to do that. And a lot of the time, boundaries that we might be setting allow us to feel more connected in relationships, right? So even for time spent together, if I know for me, I'm, I'm a little more introverted. Um, I certainly have many also introverted friends, so that evens out well. But for some of my friends that like to spend more time together, I know that I'm going to appreciate those relationships more if I'm also giving myself time to myself. Right. So if I'm saying yes every single time and doing, you know, three or four things in a week, I'm probably going to feel a little bit burnt out. I might be feeling resentful of that person if I'm spending so much time with someone and I'm not giving myself time for myself. And and it's not an authentic resentment of that other person. Right. It's not that I'm actually angry with this person or that they're doing something wrong, but it's just me not honoring my own boundaries. Right? And so if I can honor those boundaries and identify when I need some downtime, when I need some you know, time just at home relaxing, and if I express that, I'm going to appreciate my relationships a lot more because I'm going to be spending time with them when I'm wanting to, right? when I have that emotional and energetic space to do that, and I'm going to appreciate those people more, and I'm going to look forward to those times more. So when I can express those boundaries, right, and that might just look like saying no to some plans or, you know, scheduling out a little bit further so, you know, I have time to do what I need before we do spend time together, I'm going to appreciate those relationships a lot more. And that can certainly be something that we express as we're setting that boundary, right? So that might look like, hey, you know, this week has been kind of long. I know I need some downtime for myself. I really look forward to spending time with you and I value our friendship. I I know I will be, you know, 
so excited to see you after I get some downtime. Can we schedule a time next weekend? Right. So if it feels really challenging to, you know, decline for some plans, like sometimes expressing that value related to it, one can help us feel okay with it because we're reminding ourselves of the why, right? Why are we setting that boundary? And we're also letting that other person know, which if they are new to hearing us setting any limits or boundaries, that might feel helpful for them to understand, right? And this, you know, can certainly be applicable in more complicated situations too, right? Let's say it's needing to work on, you know, unhealthy communication with your partner, right? Like that can be a hard boundary to set of saying, oh, hey, you know, when when this happens, I notice I don't feel as connected in our relationship, right? And we can express those boundaries and, right, these boundaries might be, you know, asking that, you know, the two of you are working on communication skills together. It might be asking for some space before you talk about something really uncomfortable. It might be, you know, pausing once an uh, argument gets really intense and saying, hey, let's, let's take, you know, 15, 30 minutes to regroup because I really value having this conversation with you. It seems really important And I know right now I'm a little tipped over and I'm going to be much more skillful at that if I can give myself time to practice some skills, right? And so by asserting these boundaries, these limits around, you know, whether we're asking for, you know, skills to be brought in or asking for space to do our own practice and communicating that we're doing this for the sake of the relationship or for the sake of the topic, that can, again, help us remind ourselves, why am I doing this? Can I feel okay with it, right? So if we tap into our values, it it helps reduce that negative self-talk that might come up if we struggle with boundaries. And it also might make it easier for that other person to hear that boundary out. And so that, that brings it to, you know, helping people start to learn your new style of communicating, right? So if you've struggled with boundaries due to people pleasing or any codependency, it's likely that in a lot of relationships, you haven't done much boundary setting, right? And you might have people in your life that will, you know, just fully support and appreciate your boundary setting right off the bat, right? Maybe they've done a lot of their own boundaries work and they really honor that space when other people in their lives do it. And there might be people that have gotten used to us not setting boundaries and maybe for their own peace, like that connects to their ego or self-worth piece, right? Maybe if they hear a boundary getting expressed, they spiral into negative self-talk and shame. And when that comes up, that can be really hard because if we struggle with the people-pleasing stuff, we might be fearful that a boundary is going to be interpreted intensely. And if someone in our life is really used to us not expressing boundaries and they might struggle hearing boundaries, they might interpret it really intensely. So our fear kind of gets confirmed, even if it's not reality-based, right? Even if what we expressed was really skillful and we did it really dialectically and value-based, 
based on where that other person is at, they might interpret it through their lens of anxiety or their lens of shame or their own lens of codependency. And so with this, all we can do is be as effective as we can be, right? So it's kind of looking at how do I want to feel about myself after I communicated this? If I look back on the words that I said, are those ones that I feel proud of? And the other person's response does not dictate if I was skillful or not, or if it was okay, right? Someone might respond solely due to their own stuff. And then they have an opportunity to work on that, right? So I think that's something that comes up in my work with clients a lot, right? When I talk about boundary setting, you know, the the response sometimes tends to be, yeah, like I get that concept and that sounds good, but I know if I express it that way, you know, the other person in my life is not going to respond well. They're not going to hear it, right? And so here, right, I know the goal of setting boundaries is that the other person can hear and respect it. But the goal is also just that we are expressing it and we are putting that in place, right? Ideally, the other person will hear it, respect it, and support it. And they might not, right? That does not mean we still can't put that boundary in place, which is painful, which is uncomfortable, which means we're going to have to really stay connected to our values. We might have to process it with a trusted person or our therapist so we can, you know, check in on our self-worth if any shame spiral pieces come up and reminding yourself that a person responding poorly to your boundary setting does not mean that it was the wrong thing to do, right? It just might mean that the journey for them to start to hear out your boundary setting might not be super linear, right? Might be some bumpy roads in that. And the only way that it's possible to get to the point where you can express a boundary and them to hear it and respect it and support it is to continue practicing, right? Continue to give them those opportunities to do their own work about hearing boundaries, right? Maybe if they really struggle with a boundary, you add in a few more of the value-based pieces, help them, you know, check some of the facts on there. And if that helps them, awesome. If that doesn't, then, right, they, that is their choice in a way or their opportunity to continue diving inwards if they would like to, right? And it's, it's really painful and it's tough when we're setting boundaries with someone and maybe it's a really painful boundary and they are just not in a space, right? Maybe their journey is going to be a little less linear or a little bit longer until they can get to a point where they can hear boundaries without going into their own shame spiral. It's really hard when that happens. And in the long run, you are going to feel better about yourself if you are still setting those boundaries, right? In the short term, it's going to feel really uncomfortable, but in the long term, it's going to help you feel more connected to who you are right? I think we could probably all look at relationships in our lives when we sacrifice boundaries because we didn't know how someone would respond, or maybe we knew they weren't responding very well. Those tend to end up in frustrations and resentment and conflict, right? And by setting boundaries skillfully, even if it doesn't go super smoothly, 
the long-term outcome of that is much more likely to be something that's positive or that feels okay or feels connected to our values and self-worth than by sacrificing it, right? And I'd recommend, like, I think that's a super complicated thing, and I'd recommend if it feels really uncomfortable, talk to someone you trust who you know has done their boundaries work so they're able to share that space with you. Maybe it's a really trusted friend or family member. Maybe it's a therapist or, you know, some professional that's, you know, coaching you through some of these pieces. Um, Have an external person that's going to help you process that just so you can still stay connected to your journey of challenging this people-pleasing, challenging the codependency, knowing that it's really hard to do when we're trying that with other people who are struggling with it too, right? And that's okay, and it is not a thing that we have to be one up of, of like, oh, I'm doing my journey and they're not yet, like I'm better than them, right? It's not that at all, but it's, oh, hey, it's hard for me to do this when this other person hasn't done this journey yet. And and I hope that they embark on that journey or I hope that, you know, some ease comes to them with that because I see it's probably really painful for them to struggle hearing boundaries. And that does not mean that I need to sacrifice myself for their comfort around it, right? We're not, we're not doing anyone any favors by being dishonest with ourselves and being dishonest with them. But it takes a lot of practice and it can be really challenging. And so, right, like find ways that you can be supported in that. Um, but ideally, right, we'll also have some wins, right? I know I've certainly had a lot of wins with this myself. I've, you know, I'm sure I've, I've talked about, or, you know, like I, you know, struggle with my own people pleasing and all of those pieces. And I know when I was first practicing some of my boundary setting, like sometimes it was pretty rocky, right? Sometimes I would overdo it because I was, you know, overcompensating for the pieces of it that were challenging. And so like, know that there are going to be some times that you're just like, oh gosh, I really fudged that up. And that's okay, right? Like, that's okay. That's part of the journey. Um, but now I'm in a place and, and I've got really wonderful people in my life. And when I do, you know, express some of these boundaries, I'm like, oh yeah, that was, that was really nice. Um, and get a lot of support. You know, I, you know, I have some close friends that know I struggle with this and, you know, they might struggle with it too. And, and when we do that, we respond and we say, wait, way to go. Nice boundary setting. Um, so know that there is like some hope, right? I know it was something I was super, super uncomfortable with. Still am sometimes, right? I'm, I'm not going to be here and say boundaries are super easy for me. They are not. Um, but I know there was a time when they felt really, really challenging and sometimes impossible, right? Even the simple ones about making plans. And from my work with that, from a lot of self-worth work, from a lot of boundaries work, a lot of different things... I'm at a place now where with most people in my life, I feel pretty okay setting boundaries. There are definitely circumstances where it's really challenging still, right? And that will probably always be the case, right? I think for all of us, there will be situations that feel really challenging. Uh, But boy, is it nice when it's something that you're able to do and not have to overthink it so much, right? Like there will be those times that come up. And so just trust in this process. Know that if you, you know, do dive into this work and you do get practicing on it, there will be a point where it feels easier to do, right? So sometimes we we feel like we're trapped and, and there's no way out. So 
know that there is hope there there is some wonderful stuff that can come from this not just in okay now I can set boundaries and people can hear me out but so much related to self-worth and feeling okay about setting boundaries right there might be the first few times that you set boundaries maybe you decline plans and then at the time those plans would be happening, you can't stop thinking about it and you're feeling so guilty and shameful, right? Like there's probably going to be some times as you're getting used to this that the connection with your self-peace might feel challenging, right? That does not mean that it's wrong. You can keep practicing. You can keep getting used to it. It will become easier. It will also maintain some, some challenging pieces, but it will become easier. You will be able to settle into some of those pieces, and, and with that, I say, you know, like along with processing with people that are doing their own work, that have done their own work, also practice some coping skills around it, right? So if the thought of setting a boundary brings up so much discomfort, so much anxiety, I recommend like, you know, before and after, like maybe you're practicing some breathing exercises, maybe you're practicing some soothing exercises, if you are someone that might end up going into a shame spiral around setting a tough boundary, really look at, okay, what can I do after setting this boundary that's really compassionate to me, right? And that might be talking to someone that you know is going to like pump you up and give you some affirmation. Maybe it means you're going to just like take a nice bubble bath with some candles and just kind of relax and do something really kind for yourself. Maybe it means you need to distract a little bit. Maybe it means okay, now I need to watch some really funny show to just get my mind off of this because that was really uncomfortable and, and I'll come back to the feelings later, right? Like that's okay too. But knowing that like this is this can be a really uncomfortable thing, especially if, we're, if we get a lot of uh, different emotions that get tied up with this. If this feels challenging, take care of yourself with that right? Look at what supports you need, what self-care things you need, what skills to regulate your experience do you need? Uh, this is not an easy process for a lot of people, especially with those really tough ones, right? Those big relationship dynamic ones, this can be tough. And when we can't get that like reinforcement right away, if it's going to be, you know, a, a journey in figuring out boundaries with someone, um, really making sure you're practicing things to support yourself is super important. So that is, that kind of covers the pieces of boundaries that I wanted to talk about in this episode. So really mainly looking at things that can be helpful in expressing boundaries when we struggle with people pleasing, when we struggle with codependency, and maybe right, even if we struggle with, um, some perfectionism, right? Or high expectations of ourselves and relationships. Obviously, these, these three things can be very tied together. And so I know boundaries are a much bigger topic, and I'm certain they are going to come up in future episodes. I will plan to do a self-worth episode at some point in the future too, um, hopefully the near future to kind of connect these, you know, three episodes because I think self-worth is another huge component of it. Um, I know I talked a little bit about self-worth here, but it's, it's a really big topic too. And, and it's one that's near and dear to my heart because it's a big part of my work. So yes, let me know your thoughts. You know, if you have any thoughts or questions from this, that would be helpful to be addressed in future episodes. Um, 
you know, information to, you know, my, my Instagram and all of that will be down there. You can send me a message. You can send me an email. My Instagram is Kayla Estenson wellness. Um, so you can find me there. I'll put it in the show notes too. So you'll be able to locate me if you want to touch base or just look at, you know, other content that's really related to this. Yeah. So that is all I have for you today. Um, And yeah, I know I said this at the beginning of the episode, but I'm recording this in, you know, COVID-19 land. Um, Some restrictions are getting lifted, but we're still there. We're still here. And so um, sending you all some love, some care if you are listening to it in that time too. I know that this is tough for a lot of people. This has been a long time without our regular routines. And if you're listening to this and you're struggling with that, like, an extra virtual hug out to you. I hope you are all well or can do something compassionate and kind and gentle to yourself today. And I look forward to being with you in our next episode.